0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anyways, Back to the Godfather. We've made it to September. Thank you for being here. <laughs> I need to come up with a better... Why are you taking a picture of yourself? <laughs> I'm just in a Oh. <laughs> uh, we need to come up with a better welcoming. But uh, addressing the elephant in the room, this is our last in-person recording <gasps> for the foreseeable future. But never fear, the podcast will continue. We've for sure got guest episodes lined up, and I think, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts that do virtual things, so we will continue to bring you great content.
1: <laughs> Asterisk.
0: <laughs> you
1: may decide whether or not. It's <laughs> great. Um,
0: but yeah, so people have been asking me, like, what about the podcast? And rest assured, <laughs> podcast will survive. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm moving to Florida in, like, two weeks. So that's that. Anyway, this episode is brought to us by you, the listeners, so we are going to be discussing the listener-submitted soundtrack, and we've reached out and said uh, if you would send us three prompts, nope, three songs, (laughs) and the prompts were a song you're currently listening to, a song from your childhood, and a song from an artist who shares your initial. So we actually got a great response, so thank you very much. We got 45 songs. And uh, so many.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our our goal was to listen to this all throughout August and then report back. And at the top, we just want to give our heartfelt thanks for sharing songs. Songs are very important and dear to our hearts and souls. And we will be sharing our opinions. But just a reminder to not take anything personal <laughs> There are opinions, they're not definitive judgments, so. Please don't stop
1: listening if, <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you are offended. <laughs> we, truly, I'm really grateful for every song that was sent in, and I listen to all of them quite a lot, so. We can't lose your listenership. <laughs> we only have 14! <laughs> um, so yeah, and I will be posting the playlist in the show notes if you are interested in listening to any of the songs, or forcing yourself to listen to the playlist for a month as well. It's kind of fun. It's kind of hard sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of fun. Before we launch into individual songs, an overview. It was about half and half for me. I was either very well acquainted with them or at least knew of the songs for half of them. And then half of them I had never heard before. What would you say is about the breakdown for you?
1: is probably about that.
0: Okay. Luckily we did have some Monson representation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I finally forced my family members that do not listen <laughs> to participate.
0: But it was still pretty felt dominated. So I wondered if that put you at a slight disadvantage for not knowing most of them, but Well,
1: I think since I lived with you long enough I kind of
0: you're familiar with like <laughs> <laughs> I know a the good felt overview. songs. <laughs> <laughs> and we had some duplicate artists, two from Taylor Swift, which we will get to. Uh, two from Rod Stewart, two from Billy Joel, not a surprise, and then two from David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Our genres, a lot of pop, we did have a film score, we did have a world song, um, and opera, jazz, some TV songs, and then some alternative as well. I'm not super great at, like, breaking down genres beyond that, so there, we may have had more genres and I just don't know enough <laughs> about the... rock. Yeah, there oh. you go. So we're yeah, gonna... David Bowie, yeah. We're gonna discuss our reactions to each song. We're gonna keep it brief. We've shuffled the playlist, so they'll come up in the order not submitted. Jumping into this, our first song is the Arthur theme song by Ziggy Marley, who is Bob Marley's son. Shout out.
1: What the heck? Did you not know that? No.
0: Oh my gosh, it's my favorite fact. And it's called Believe in Yourself. This was submitted by Maddie. It was her childhood song. And like, what, what can we say <laughs> about this so classic it really is it's just a jam and is uplifting and I think I was listening to it once with people and they're like we should just blare this and like make all the anti-vaxxers and anti-mask wearers listen to this like I don't remember what it what part it was but just like <laughs> working together just <laughs> stuff like that so it's a great song
1: yeah it did throw me off a little bit listening to the Actual song because it's a little longer I think than the mm-hmm. actual TV show, um, and I've never listened to the actual song. I've just watched the TV show so many times that sure. it's ingrained in my memory. I we had the Arthur CD, so this is
0: exactly how I remember it. Oh, <laughs> it was okay. not a surprise to me, but <laughs> that explains it. But this is one we both knew
1: and obviously both love. So thank you, Maddie. I have so many memories of Arthur jumping up on the couch t- and that. I don't remember what part it is, but me also jumping up on the oh, couch. Oh my adorable. <laughs> also singing along the top of my lungs.
0: That is the thing I feel like watching it. The the graphics and the visuals are so fun to watch that sometimes I forget to listen to actual music, and so it is fun to like listen to it outside of the context of the show. Mm-hmm. So. All right, the next one is Sugar by Maroon 5. This was submitted by Deb, I believe. No, it was also Maddie. Oh, it was also Maddie. Mm -hmm. Deb loves this song, that's why. (laughs) I was thinking it was her, but then I was like, what category? So this is Maddie's initial. I don't super love this song. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I think it's because it would play all the time at (laughs) Hot Potato, my first employment, and that was just miserable. But then, like, Deb loves it, and we heard it in France, and it was like... Deb's always like this always takes me back
1: to France so it's like
0: okay like I get why people like it but
1: yeah it was pretty overplayed also when it came out Mm -hmm. but I really liked it I I really like Maroon 5 yeah just the fact that it is kind of overplayed I would usually skip it because I'm like oh I know this already (laughs) and like it's a it's a
0: fine song I just don't think I would ever elect to listen to it if it comes on it's like okay
1: i don't i'm not like turn it off <laughs> mm-hmm. but, i also love the music video for this one is it the wedding one mm-hmm. that's fun are they sneaking at people's <laughs> wedding
0: katherine always thought it was sugar you're sweet that's what i thought <laughs> oh, really <laughs> until today when i looked
1: up the lyrics oh my gosh and i was like it's, oh
0: yes please oh my gosh it cracks me up though because katherine is infamous for like mishearing lyrics and <laughs> doing the wrong ones so
1: no, I thought it would alternate between yes please and you're sweet. I mean, maybe it,
0: it doesn't. It no, you looked it up. No. Uh, well, Catherine, you're not alone in this one. The next one is Dirty Paws, and this is from Megan, your sister-in-law, Megan Monson. Megan Monson, and this is a an actual true Monsters and
1: Men. Megan Monson.
0: So oh, bravo, yeah. bravo. This is one of my favorite songs. I really, really like this. Really. Song.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Monsters mm. and Men. Interesting. Fan. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't feel like I know a ton of their songs, but like, and I know Little Talks was way overplayed, but like, I love that one, and I love Dirty Paws. Annie and I did this thing once where we each picked a song or a poem, and then we would like, make a Pinterest board about that for the other person. (laughs) I think she picked Dirty Paws, and like, had to, and then I'm the, I had to like, find pictures for it and stuff, but (laughs) sometimes we're like, do you remember when we did that? <laughs> kind of weird, but we're That's it's cool. Cute. I didn't. I didn't, never knew this song before. This is a good one. I feel like it's just a mood. Like any mood I'm in, I'm like, yes, this this is good. <laughs> did you like it more? Or are you just kind of anti monsters and men? Yeah,
1: I I mean I didn't hate it. Okay. It's a good song, but it's just not one of my favorites. Sure. I don't know. I think the girl's voice for some reason just kind of mm. makes me cringe a little bit. <laughs> But I do, I did like it. Like, I I wouldn't be like, ah, turn it off!
0: (laughs) I will say, I feel like listening to this so many times, I don't know that any song I would be like, no, surprisingly, because there are songs in here that you would not think would apply to that. So, the next one is DuckTales theme. This is Elizabeth's entry, Biz's, from childhood. And just a classic, like, I watched the new iteration of DuckTales and I love it, but then when we were little, we had this CD called Three that was just, like, a Disney compilation that has, like, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow on it and stuff, oh. and just, like, all these kind of deep-cut Disney songs, <laughs> and it had DuckTales, and we had, like, a very specific dance routine with Elizabeth and Catherine, oh, and, yeah, so.
1: Oh, Because we, we
0: didn't watch DuckTales growing up, so it's oh. just, like, only the song.
1: <laughs> the song is such a jam. It really and is. I only know it because we watched DuckTales. Okay. Um, we didn't religiously watch it. I think we got it from the library a few times. Mm. We might own a few, like, VHSs that have, like, three episodes on it. But, oh, it's just so good. Even, like, like the bridge and just every part of it. Oh, the, and the I chorus. have no idea there's, like, this... Is it a guitar? Some oh, guitar the, like,
0: solo. The, that sounds like a duck?
1: Or are you talking about... Uh... Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, that's a guitar. I love, because that's the kind of guitar, or at least the, I don't know how they do it with the guitar, but it's in the guitar man. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh,
1: I oh. love it. Oh.
0: I am surprised you didn't submit any bread songs to this playlist, but. Oh my, I didn't submit a
1: lot of songs
0: <laughs> that I loved. All right, the next one is The English Patient. me. This is my current song and, like, can recommend the entire album, but this is, like, the main song that kind of has different nods it's it's not it's not the overture like it doesn't say it's an overture but it feels like one where it has like selections from other scores that are in the soundtrack and i mean i loved the english patient but this is another one that is like oh when i am just like feeling really overwhelmed or deeply sad or like nostalgic or just any like very deep feeling this like heals my soul it just like matches me where i'm at and I love this soundtrack so much. <laughs> is
1: this our only film score?
0: Yeah. Okay. Submitted by. Well, you, no, no, actually, no there is one more.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> this song's fine. Oh my gosh, but the beginning is so beautiful with, like, the lady singing. I don't know what language it is, but it's, like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then the score. Mm, I love it. You've got to give it. I know you didn't listen to this, this whole did. playlist as much as
1: I did. Oh, well, not as much as you. So you should give it not my favorite <laughs> oh my gosh it's so good i don't know i was always just like eh, boring
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is true i do feel like i am a bit more into film scores than you are in well generally. and also
1: you were a bit more into this film than sure. i was and you have a little bit more reason to yeah love it. sure because it reminds you of rafe <laughs> and i'm just like whatever <laughs> mm. english patient whatever
0: it's so good would it's, recommend it's a good movie but not my favorite all right, the next one is You Are Gold. This is from Nora, and I think it's her initial, National Parks, is the artist. This is one I had heard before, but I hadn't really listened to, and kind of before it was like, oh, that's a nice song, but I I, I feel like I really enjoy this one now, and I'm glad I've given it more of a listen, and will probably add it to some of my playlists, because it's very
1: nice. Yeah, this is one of my favorites mm. from our playlist. I don't know. I always, uh, I think I tried to love the national parks because I went and saw them in concert because my friend was in it. Mm. I think that I got annoyed because everyone was listening to them mm. and it was kind of like the cool thing. Yeah. Like the hipster thing. But I really did listening to this a few times. I was like, this is so cute. Yeah. And it's just, it feels good. Feel good song. And I feel like that's kind of the music that I listen to anyways is that kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks, Nor's. Next one
0: is the main title from To Kill a Mockingbird by Elmer Bernstein. This was submitted by George. Um, and I love this score. Like, I listened to it a lot growing up. And it's very sweet and, like, really captures To Kill a Mockingbird for me. And it's sh- it's just, like, very tender. So it's a great one.
1: I forgot to be looking at my... I took notes of my initial... Oh my gosh, initial... see, you did more prep than I did after all. Well, this is the first time I listened to it, I mm. wrote down my thoughts. I wrote, beautiful and soothing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is so pretty. I can't remember what instrument it is, like a flute or something, mm. but just that I main think like instrument piano that too. carries through. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. And I forgot to mention, this was a submission for childhood. Our next one is also a George submission. This is, I believe, initial, because it's Giamo Puccini. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Madame Butterfly. Here's my really good Italian coming out. Un bel di vedremo. Somewhere between a French accent and a very American one. Um, this is one that is really nice. It's like pretty standard in the family. Like I feel like Georgia's mother would take her kids to the opera a lot, and then like we didn't really go very much, but. I feel like George took a lot of people to go see Madame Butterfly, except me. I've never seen it. Oh I my I know it's like amazing and very sad, and really like everybody who's gone to see it loves it, and like nobody in my family likes opera, you know. So yeah. <laughs> someday when Madame Butterfly comes I around again, I'll I'll have to go see
1: it. But ever since we saw The Godfather Three, I love opera. Really? <laughs> oh wow! Oh, Tony, you're such a good opera singer. <laughs> I just, I would love to go see an opera. I think mm. it's also because I've watched a couple of other movies where they go to the opera and it's a big deal. And yeah. i like,
0: I want to do that. I, I mean, I have seen Carmen, which is a great one. So, like, because I, I don't know, my tolerance for operas is, like, lower. <laughs> it's not as low as some of my family members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carmen is very, very entertaining and very fun.
1: The other thing about Madame Butterfly, I think it's specifically featured in a movie called Fatal Attraction. Oh. Um, and so it gave me a little bit of heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> Next, this was
0: not something that was on our playlist because I compiled it on YouTube. And unfortunately for the world, it's not available on YouTube. <laughs> but I have made Lauren listen to it a lot in during October, so she is aware of it. <laughs> but Annie submitted for Tonight is Halloween, which is from like a, our tape from our youth, and that was her childhood submission. And that's the one with like the doors mm-hmm. slamming. Um, so we didn't get to really listen to it, but we should make mention of it. And that is a great song and so classic and feels very much like Halloween. And I, oh my gosh, see, so proud. (laughs) There are a few songs that Lauren appreciates from Halloween. That are from our, like, mostly the Martian hop, but still.
1: There are some songs that I listen to, or they come up and I'm like, this is a Halloween song, because it's on Rachel's Halloween playlist, and my family's like, no, it's not, it's a normal song. It's like Tchaikovsky and... Yeah. Or like the Dead Man's Party or something. Oh,
0: yeah. That's 100% a Halloween song. Or like, um... The Fear the Reaper. I don't know how. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Fear the Reaper.
1: It was on a some movie we watched, and I was like, "This is a Halloween song." They were like, "No, it isn't."
0: (laughs) Okay, the next one is "At My Most Beautiful" um REM, and this is Ryan Hatch's submission for "Initial," I believe. This is probably the one that I have out of all the playlist. Well, besides Taylor Swift, maybe like the hardest time to listen to. Here's the issue with it is. I think the lyrics are probably really profound, but it's so quiet Mm -hmm. that I, like, haven't had the chance to really dive into what the lyrics are saying. And the melody is just a little bit the same throughout. Yeah. This is one that I'm not like, oh, I hated it, but it's like, ah, I didn't really get it, but I'm willing to continue to give it a try. Like, I think there's something there, but...
1: Yeah, it kind of seems just like a good background song. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Like, the first time I listened to it, I just thought, this is so boring. <laughs> like, can I skip it yet? <laughs> um, but yeah, I did just listen to it again today, I think, and I was like, oh yeah, this is nice, like, there's some nice piano, mm-hmm. and just, like, the the quiet lyrics. Just, like, something that you could listen to while you're doing other stuff, Yeah, and it's just kind it's of It's almost like and... lo-fi music before yeah. lo-fi music was a thing. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to it if I wanted to listen to music.
0: Next one is Lover by Taylor Swift. This was submitted by Annie as her current song. You all know that my feelings for Taylor Swift are not very charitable. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I really don't get it. I will say being forced to listen to it for a month made it tolerable. It's not something I would ever want to listen to and I don't love it. And, but it made it like, okay, I like, I don't, feel like I have to jump out of the car when it comes on (laughs) um
1: yeah that's all I'll
0: say about it
1: (laughs) I love this song so (laughs) much I didn't when it came out I was like oh this is good but then I kind of got annoyed because everyone was playing it Mm. and also there are a few parts like when she goes my 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 (laughs) I was like okay I can't I can't do that (laughs) But this time, um, since I was having to listen to it, I got over that and I was like, this is the best. Oh my gosh. And I just turn it on my car and scream it. I think actually yesterday when I came home, I was doing that Uh and my mom's like, your dad's recording a lecture. Uh So So, whoops. (laughs) Lucky for the students. (laughs) They can get some Taylor Swift in their class. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? I'm glad you enjoy it. Um, the other thing I want to say about this is the music video. I loved it. Oh. At the end, I was just like, oh! This is so nice! <laughs> oh, and the other thing. I hate the line, we can leave the Christmas lights up till January. <laughs> like, who doesn't leave the right. Christmas lights up till January? Got that one wrong, Taylor, but <laughs> besides that, love that annoyingness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The next
0: one is "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd. This is a Deb submission. It's like her current pick, and boy, is that true? She loves this song. <laughs> oh my so gosh, much. I was kind of shocked. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it's a good song. I it's not one that I'm like, oh, absolutely love, but like, it's on my running playlist. I don't mind when it comes on, and it's mm-hmm. it's fun to listen to, and definitely like very good memories of quarantine and. A fake graduation we did for you and spencer and <laughs> oh because it was maddie's song it was his song i think spencer's song oh okay well like maddie picked it for him yeah because i picked a song i don't remember what i picked for you <laughs> oh i think it was a shooting star yeah there is like a very funny tiktok dance that we were going to learn and then turns out sophie actually knows it and so it's iconic whenever it comes on we're like Sophie
1: do the dance <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i kind of feel the same way i feel like this song was so overplayed when it came out and everyone was obsessed with it but it's good. It's nice. <laughs> Next one is Monin
0: by Charles Mingus. This is Caleb, your brother. Mm-hmm. Initial, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. This for is uh, Charles Mingus. Yes. Oh, yeah. Another actual initial lineup for both
1: initials. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well they, done, Caleb. They, they must have. Like, because I sent it to both of them, so yeah. they must have been like, oh, initial, it's got to be like- The both of them, yeah. Both initials.
0: <laughs> Which, I tried to see if there were any RFs, and there is nothing, like, there are yeah. no artists.
1: I could have done Lin-Manuel. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but I didn't want to submit any of his songs. How dare you! <laughs> Even a Moana song? Come on. I didn't want it to be my pick. Sure, sure. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> but this is, I think, our mm-hmm. longest. We watched 101 Dalmatians and I made everyone listen to "Quiet All Right, Quiet All Right. So good. Quiet All Right, Quite All Right. It's so good. He's so nice. I'm so <laughs> happy. When he comes running through this,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is like <laughs> so the animation majestic. is somehow off and it makes it the best. Oh, I love that collie so much. That is a shout out to our quote episode if you are not following. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Charles Mingus is moaning. This is our jazz submission. It's nine minutes long. Yeah. Which I told George he couldn't go over five minutes and you did not give that same stipulation. I did not <laughs> expect anyone to go above that. Um, but it's like, I don't know that it's one I listened to a ton just because it was so long, but it was good for a drive and like, it is enjoyable to listen to. And there are parts that I was like, yeah, I can groove with this. I just am not a huge, I'm going to elect to listen to jazz. But like when it's on, I'm like, yeah,
1: this is great. Here's what I wrote f- when I first listened to it instant smile at the opening saxophone solo. Oh. I love that. Barry sax. <laughs> oh, it's so good because um, both Caleb and Andrew have oh, played the okay. saxophone. I knew Andrew did. I didn't all know that through Caleb high school. Did. Yeah. So that's probably why he loves this is the Berry. They also played the Berry saxophone. Oh, okay. That introduction. The... <laughs> that was probably my least favorite part. Oh, like, I love, I love the more middle when like everything's playing together, but. No, I like the solos. But yeah, after six minutes, I looked at the, just at the time, and I was like, nine minutes long! Caleb! (laughs) (laughs) This is so long, and I was like, it's still about three minutes long.
0: But truly, I feel like when I would go drive, it flew by,
1: and it was just nice background music, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, another good background song, if you like jazz. Yeah. Barry Benson, the V. I
0: thought that's what you meant, but (laughs) rough. Okay. Next one is Sunday Best uh, by Surfaces. This is another Biz uh, submission. I think it was her current song. And this one's just a good vibe. Like, it just would come into my head a lot. And it's it it's good. It's a fun one to listen to. And I think it's just like when you're in the right mood and you're just like wanted to chill. It's a great, great song for that. Um,
1: yeah, I had never heard it before.
0: Yeah, I hadn't either, and we were listening to this coming back from Cedar City, and Deb starts singing along to it, and I was like, Whoa. what? <laughs> How do you know this song? She somehow all gets all up in the music scene.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it came out in 2019, I think right? okay. I read. But yeah, I did write probably in my top five. I don't know if that's still true. Mm. Um, After listening to everything more. I kind of got a little cringy with the phrase... Feeling blessed, never stressed. I like, Ugh. I don't know why that makes me cringe, but I was like, why they write a song with those lyrics? But it was, it is pretty good. I like it.
0: Next one is Uptown Girl. I think this is Becky's submission for childhood, which I didn't submit a Billy Joel song, which feels very, like, a big betrayal. Anti. Yes, because I love Billy Joel, and when pressed to pick a favorite artist, i probably pick Billy Joel. But how could I choose one song, you know? So anyway, I'm glad we have Billy Joel representation. Uptown Girl is great. I feel like it's the one that a lot of people know. And it's a jam. It's one that is maybe, like, overplayed or, like, the most well-known. But when it comes on, I don't skip it. Like, it's mm-hmm. still so good. I was actually at The Dentist. And it, they, like, play music in the background, you know? And the technician was like, oh, I hate this song. And I was like...
1: <gasps> Bites fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you Memor- can not Shut up. <laughs>
0: I was like, um, Billy Joel's my favorite, and then it got real (laughs) awkward
1: from there. (laughs) (laughs) She started drilling your gums. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That was terrifying. (laughs) I think I mostly know Billy Joel from you. Mm -hmm. Although, we did listen to Piano Man a lot growing up. But yeah, this one is fun. It's a good one. Just a good bop.
0: Girl! and
1: I, I don't know any of the lyrics <laughs> that's something I also learned listening to all these songs that I don't that's not the first thing I noticed mm. ever is it's the music. lyrics yeah and someone like you would comment something or like Emma's song she comments something about the lyrics and I'm like oh I wasn't really listening to the lyrics <laughs> I didn't catch that it's so funny I feel
0: like there is like a divide somewhere like Elizabeth is the same way like she loves the music a lot more than she loves the lyrics and I am much more like like the music has to be fun and good and it can sometimes Mm -hmm. draw me in at first but like I do listen for the lyrics and like what do they mean and are they important which is ironic because then I love film scores so
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I always notice like if I introduce you to a song and like we listen to it again and you know all the words I don't even know all the words (laughs) And I knew this song first. <laughs> Unless I, like, look them up and read through them mm-hmm. and see the, see the lyrics. Because I think I'm more of a visual learner. Sure.
0: Yeah. So the next one is We've Only Just Begun by The Carpenters. This is your first submission that we've come upon.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: is your childhood. childhood. I really only knew The Carpenters for On Top of the World. And you have opened up the world and given me a couple of their songs to listen to. So I'm always grateful for another Carpenters recommendation.
1: Yeah, carpenters were a big part of my childhood. I think my mom likes them a lot, mm. and my dad does too, but they they were on very many different CDs that we would play. They, we have some videos of us dancing to them. Adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, but this one's just so good. I had originally submitted a different one, which will come up later. Yes. <laughs> um, but then this song came on. We were at a restaurant, it came on, and I was like, I love this song. I mm-hmm. want this one to be my pick instead. Go. And a fun fact, Deb, when we were listening to it on the way to the airport, she said this song was at, like, every wedding reception she went to growing up. And I was like, wow, I never would have guessed that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like kind of a wedding song, but. It's,
0: it's, like, I, I, it's probably not my favorite Carpenter song. And maybe that's just because I haven't listened to it as much and I don't have, like, memories associated with it. You don't have the nostalgia, it. yeah. Totally. But it's still very enjoyable. And I feel like I, when I was in Chicago with my friend Aubrey, I made her listen to this playlist. Because she's oh like, you're gosh. DJ. And I'm like, well, then that means you ought to listen to my playlist that I'm forced to listen to. And she's like, oh, this is a great one. Like, this is classic. So I feel like if you Bye. know, you are there with, we've only just begun. Bye. Next one is, I want to hold your hand. Surprise, surprise. This is another dub submission. She loves the Beatles. This is her childhood. And I think she told me this is, like, the earliest song she could remember hearing. And she, like, loved the Beatles all growing up and had lots of their records. And And this one is pretty standard. Like, it's not my favorite Beatles song, but it's very sweet.
1: And she's always like, oh, it's just so innocent. And Oh, <laughs> it is. It's a good one. Yeah, I wrote classic, can't go wrong. It's yeah. just so fun, and everyone knows it, like, mm-hmm. everyone can sing along. Yeah. Good Beatles pick.
0: <laughs> Next one is Life is Beautiful by Keb Moe. This is Catherine, and it is her current pick. And I think when I first started listening to it, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's maybe a little bluesy, which I didn't mention at the top, um, which I can get behind because I love Taj Mahal. Thanks, Arthur. What? <laughs> there's an Arthur episode about the blues, and they, like, play different famous blues artists' songs throughout the episode. Uh-huh. And there's an artist called Taj Mahal. Oh. And I love him, and it's I was introduced to him by Arthur. <laughs> so this one is, like, it took me a while to get into it, but I really like it now, and it's one that you can listen to and can sing along to, and it's also, like, a really great background
1: song, I've noticed
0: as well, mm-hmm. so very um, excited about it.
1: I didn't listen to it very much. It, I did notice it is just such a good feel good song. Mm-hmm. Just so uplifting. Yeah. Probably not my favorite, but I did think it was really, it fit Catherine really well. I think, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I do, I did, I yeah. did like
0: it. This is one that I feel like could be in the background of like a wedding reception or, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. So, and I do like it. I feel like I'll be adding it to some playlists as well. Next one is Permission to Dance by BTS. This was Maddie's current pick. And I do like this song. I think it's fun. I'm not super up on the BTS K-pop scene. But the two that I've heard, I'm like, yeah, I get why people really like them. And they're bops. And it's not like, oh, this is my standout. I love this song. But it's like, oh,
1: yeah, this is is a good jam. My initial thing that i wrote down was very pop. <laughs> yes, just like the definition of pop, K-pop <laughs> probably. And that's not what i love. <laughs> I don't love the super poppy songs, and so i would usually skip <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, one time we were driving in the car and Lauren was like, yeah, I've never listened this far.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I did listen to it all the way yesterday and I was like, yeah, I didn't remember this part. <laughs> it's fine, I, I, I'm also not a huge, like, pop fan,
1: but yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I do appreciate the reference to Elton John. Yes, I was gonna say. That's like, I don't understand anything it says until- Dance
0: long to Elton John. Elton John. John.
1: <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> I like that. But it is also,
0: like, I think it would be a good dancing song. Yeah, I think so, too. The next one is such a classic, and it's also just, like, woof. <laughs> it's Return to Pooh Corner by Kenny Loggins. This is Ryan Hatch's childhood submission, and, like... I don't think you'd ever heard this before. No. I heard it a lot growing up. I can go back and remember when I was like, this is such a good song and it's so meaningful. And now I'm just like, oh, um, Kenny Loggins. Like, <laughs> count all the bees
1: in the hive.
0: <laughs> the terrible artwork.
1: Yeah. That's the first thing I noticed was the artwork for the YouTube. Is it the album artwork? <laughs> I think so. Where he's like looking into a river. There's a unicorn. There's a unicorn in the background. <laughs> he's got this weird purple outfit on. Oh, it was giving me weird vibes oh my
0: gosh annie would burn cds for me but like rip them from sites before that was like Mm -hmm. very heavily frowned upon Mm -hmm. and so it has this big like static noise in the middle of it and it would be so loud and would always scare (laughs) me and so now when i listen to the regular version i keep like anticipating the like (laughs) and it always is so weird when it's not there
1: (laughs) yeah my initial notes are boring had to skip halfway through
0: Again, like, if you grew up with it, Mm -hmm. you probably have a lot of nostalgia for it. I have a lot of ironic nostalgia for it, I think, but understandable we all have our nostalgia songs for sure. The next one is The Right Time by Ray Charles, which was by Megan Monson, and this was her childhood pick. It's one that... I, like, if you would just show me the title, I'd be like, I don't think I've heard that one. Like, I know who Ray Charles is, but I don't know that song. But as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is classic and very well known. And and I would turn it on and Deb would be like, oh, yeah, who put this one in? Oh, this is so good.
1: (laughs) I'd never heard it before. Oh, really? And it gave me real Ma Rainey vibes. Mm -hmm. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I just wrote very classy. Yeah. Just, Just a good one. It's a
0: fun song to have in the repertoire. The next one is Missing Peace by Vance Joy. This is your current pick. Mm-hmm. I really like this one. I-, I really like Vance Joy. Lauren introduced
1: him to me. and I think it took me a little bit to come around to him. Yeah, when I first played him, <laughs> you were like, who is this, like, depressing artist? And I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm a terrible person. But Vance Joy is really
0: great, and this fills exactly like his style and his mm-hmm.
1: vibe and it's still really really fun to listen to yeah vance joy is probably one of my favorite artists current and of all time <laughs> not just because he's australian oh my gosh but that does have a lot to do that with it. helps a lot i do just love all his music i don't think actually there's probably a few i don't really like but i love this song it came out this year. This is one I do know the lyrics for because I listen to it a lot. It's about a very wholesome relationship and it's just really cute and so fun. But now it's time for the sponsor story. So this episode
0: is brought to you by Spit Takes. (laughs) (laughs) So Lauren has this uncanny timing to say or do something very funny right when I take a sip of water and I I almost spit it out, but I have this amazing streak where I haven't ever spit it out from the moment we started living together. And then in the second year of rooming together on my birthday, which was Godfather themed, everyone had left and we were already kind of in like loopy moods because the Godfather. <laughs> but do you remember what you said? I
1: feel like I just started singing that song. It's been a long day. And for some reason,
0: it was like the context it was in. I wish I could remember. I should have looked at my journal, but oh my gosh, it killed me. And I spat all over the floor. (laughs) It was the only time. It was
1: the proudest moment of my life. I got up and danced to victory dance.
0: Since and up to is the only time I've actually lost my beverage <laughs> but there was also another incident I don't know if you remember this when we lived in brownstone 12 so the first year for some reason I don't know why but Lauren took a sip of water and it was still in her mouth and then I came over and slit Lauren's
1: throat <laughs> not in real not really just with, like my finger <laughs> I don't know why I did that, though. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. But she just spit everything out. I had to lean over and spin to the trash can because <laughs> I was so shook.
0: <laughs> I don't remember what the impetus was for that, but it's great because later she was watching Aladdin with subtitles, and it's like, I had to slit a few throats for this, and she just snapped it to me and was like, this is you. <laughs> because again, no context for why I slit your throat, <laughs> but...
1: Throughout slitter.
0: <laughs> so yes, thank you, spit takes. Okay. May we ever have another spit take. <laughs> I feel like only, it was just such an amazing night <laughs> to have family and friends and Godfather and the cannoli, which I'm sure will be another,
1: Oh my gosh. another story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next is Champagne Problems by Taylor Swift. This is Becky's submission for Current. And very different, even though I had to suffer through two Taylor Swift songs, they were very different from each yep. other. So, like, mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to see more of her range, because I don't really know anything about Taylor Swift or her music on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and this one became tolerable and was fine. It kind of falls into the same camp of lover of, like, oh, if I if someone was playing it, I wouldn't ask them to switch it or, like, be super annoyed by it, but... But Becky did point out, like, the lyrics are really, really good. You just have to ignore Taylor. <laughs> I think Becky likes Taylor, and that's totally fine. But she was just saying for me, like, I should just enjoy the lyrics because they're good. So, with all of that in mind, like, it is, like, a very well-written song. And, like, the lyrics are fun and meaningful and... It is one that would kind of get stuck in my head, Uh, so was did love her, but I tried to (laughs) erase that as soon as I could. So, it's not one of my favorites, but again, like, kudos to you, Annie and Becky, because you made Taylor Swift tolerable, so.
1: Yeah, I did feel like listening to these two repaired my relationship with Taylor Swift. Oh, wow! (laughs) Because in high school, I, like, I have a few of her songs, Yeah, and I really liked her. I think she just got too popular, Mm -hmm. and I was like, yep, I'm I'm out. Yeah. I don't want to listen to any more of her songs, but... And so I haven't listened to any of her new album. I had heard Lover, the most popular one, but I hadn't really heard Champion Problems, and I did like it. Mm. I really like the piano. I really like the harmonies that are in it, Mm -hmm. and it's really, like, it's more my style where it's just kind of a little bit melancholy and just calm not poppy mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i did like the but same. you love lover which feels more poppy so <laughs> well that's just because it's catchy i don't know <laughs> i think that one's i had listened to that one enough that i had been like, sure yeah i love this and there are no hard and fast rules in what you were allowed yeah, to love true. so
0: <laughs> next one is celeste by ezra vine this is megan megan as well it's her current I really liked this one. I'd never heard it and I like don't know who Ezra Vine is and kind of what it was like one that was like maybe a little bit forgettable where it would come up and I'd be like, I don't know how that one goes. But by the end of listening to it, I was like, I really like this one a lot. It's very our taste in music and Mm -hmm. it was fun to have this discovery of like absolutely no context for who it would be or what it would be like and really liking it.
1: Yeah, same. I had no idea about it at all and it's so fun.
0: (laughs) love the next one is young turks by rod stewart this is what i picked for childhood i had the benefit of growing up with a lot of older sisters who definitely set the tone for what i was familiar with and listened to and rod stewart is one of the main artists we would listen to (laughs) the other one that i was going to i was between young turks and another one and then someone else submitted the other one i was thinking about doing in. so that was great but this one is just such a bop. It's so good. It's it's one that those from those first notes that come on, you're like, yep, I'm not skipping this one. <laughs> it's so good. Even though it's, like, totally about rebellion and doing things that I would never do, like, you're just like, yeah, Young Turks! <laughs> <laughs> young hearts be free tonight. So. And just classic, classic Rod. So great.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I've heard it before. I don't ever remember like I'm sure I've heard it before and sure. so maybe that's partly why I loved it so much cuz I was like, "Oh, like I've heard this and I liked it but never like fulfilled that, never yeah. like found it and listened to it, stayed with it." And so, love this one. Super fun. We'll be singing that at the top of my lungs <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> All my favorite songs by Weezer, featuring AJR. This is Caleb. Caleb's current.
0: Current, that's right.
1: So I texted Caleb and Megan um the prompts and said, please send your songs. And Caleb sends me all my favorite songs by Weezer and AJR. I was like, can you send a specific favorite song by <laughs> Weezer and AJR? Then he sent me the actual song. So I'm like, oh, that's what it's called. I thought he was just being dumb. Like, all my favorite ones. <laughs> I was like, that's not gonna work. I think I listen to more
0: AJR than I do Weezer, but it feels very much in that vibe. And Elizabeth loves Weezer and AJR. And I was like, did you know they have a song together so i introduced this one to her and she was very happy about it but it's a good one mm-hmm. like i enjoy listening to it and it kind of falls into that like slightly emo camp which i'm totally a part of <laughs> and like sad songs that are upbeat and happy and it's
1: good yeah this one is a little depressing like it everything makes you sad and it's bad and i don't know what's you wrong mad. with me <laughs> but it's fun i like it yeah Kinda of like when you want to be like
0: ragey sad. <laughs> Which is a feeling I have often. <laughs> Next one is Burning Up by the Jonas Brothers. Classic Joe Bros. This is a submission by Nora for her childhood. And I did listen to the Jonas Brothers, but not super religiously. Like I could probably only name you like three songs that I really liked by them. Um, I hadn't heard this one before. Very classic two thousands. Jonas Brothers vibe going on there and not my favorite, but also I understand the Jonas Brothers feel, so I it wasn't like one I hated either.
1: This is another one that's way too poppy for me. (laughs) And I wrote Do not like I I just can't stand when their voices are like. <laughs> oh man, that's like totally their vibe. I though. know I didn't that's ever so listen funny. to them, and so I don't oh get the vibe. Oh my gosh, but.
0: it's too great, Joe Bros. Next is "Under Pressure" by Queen and David Bowie, which is another Nora submission for current song, I believe. And this is another classic that I grew up with and just absolutely love. This is one of my favorite songs. It feels like a song I can listen to in any mood and just it amplifies that mood and a great dancing song as well. Mm -hmm. I just love pressure. (laughs) Pressure. That first pressure. So good. So good. Love it. Okay. Next one is Fun by Coldplay featuring Tove Lo. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Maybe Tova. Sure. This is Catherine for Initial. I really like Coldplay, but I have not really done, like, any sort of discography. I feel like I don't listen to their albums. I really only hear the songs that are...
1: The most popular. popular. like
0: Clocks and Viva La Vida and... Yellow. Yeah, Mm. Yellow. And even though they're totally overplayed, like, I still really like them. They do one of my favorite Christmas songs. I have been meaning to do more of a, like, deep dive into their discography, but I haven't gone to it yet. And this is another one that I'm like, I'm I'm sure I heard it before, but I can't really place it. And it's been... (laughs) Fun. <laughs> Get
1: out. <laughs> There's the door of your own house. Get out. Here's my
0: door. You may use it.
1: <laughs> it's
0: it's a. I just can't not say fun. It's a good one to listen to. Lighthearted and kind of like pre-nostalgic when it's like, didn't we have fun and just ah, good times and good
1: vibes. Coldplay is probably my village all. Okay. For you, because like we'd always listen to it. I think Coldplay's my dad's one of my dad's mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. artists and we have all of their songs their most recent album i haven't really listened to but yeah this is when the album that came out oh actually i think it came out while i was on my mission um so i hadn't really listened to it a lot until like last year hmm There were a couple from this album that I really liked that were more popular, but then I started listening to it and just loved it. And Mm -hmm. there there were like three days where that was just the only song (laughs) I listened to was this one. (laughs) Fun. But I would die for the harmonies in it. Oh Oh my gosh. So good. I just love Coldplay. (laughs) And I love when they have someone with them, Mm. someone singing with them. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite Coldplay songs. Next is Magic Dance by David Bowie. This is submitted by Emma, and I think it was her
0: childhood. And I definitely had heard it before, but it is a a jam. Like, I loved it. It's like, dance, magic dance. Magic dance. (laughs) Like, it's just a little bit weird enough that it's like, mm, I love this. Slap that baby. Like, what? (laughs) But I love it. (laughs) It's so good. This is another one that, like, will have to show up in dance parties. And so, thank you, Emma. It was a good vibe. Mm
1: -hmm. It made me want to watch Labyrinth. I know. Which I haven't seen. Which
0: surprised me, because I feel like you maybe won't like it very much because it's a I little know. bit dank and spooky
1: <laughs> but yeah I mean we're coming in with the right expectations I think oh I keep seeing uh, trailers for it the last two movies I've seen in the theater they it's like some big event they're having uh, that they it's like, like it's, it's anniversary, an anniversary yeah. and so I'm like oh that looks really weird but I kind of want to watch it <laughs> so I was listening to these when I had a really bad headache oh, <laughs> and this came on I was like nope I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Something about just like the, I don't know, the 80s instrumental. Yeah, and it's like not a super clear beat. Like, it's like a little bit off. Besides that, it was really fun. Yeah, not something I probably would listen to by choice. I feel more cultured now that I've listened <laughs> to it. <laughs> Next one is The Graveyard Near the House by The Airborne
0: Toxic Event. And this is Annie's submission for initial. Um, And when I first saw the title, I was like, ooh! I can't wait. It's going to be so spooky. And then, like, it does talk about graves and dead bodies and stuff, but it's not, like, one that I feel like is, like, only for Halloween, which is good. And when I first listened to it, I kind of was like, oh, it's kind of long and kind of repetitive. But now, like, after listening to it for a month, I'm like, oh, I really like this song. Like, it's one that I feel like I can just have on in the background, but it's like some of the repeated lines are, like, deep enough. I'm like, oh, I like it. It's I really like this one. It's a good one.
1: I instantly loved this song. Really? Yeah. It came on I was like, Oh, this is oh oh what is this? And I'd never heard it before. It's just it's exactly I mean it's kind of got the sad spooky vibe. Yeah. Which I don't always love, but oh, it's just so good. I just I wrote instant love. Oh my is gosh. My note. Yeah. I really like it. It's one that I will definitely keep around and playlists and listen to often. So Oh I love those instantly <laughs> in all caps. <laughs> oh my god! And every time it would come on, I'd be like, "Yes." Oh,
0: it's it's really good. Next is "Ribs" by Lord. This is Natalie's submission for Lord. Is one that I really only know the most famous one, which is Royals, Royals. which got overplayed. And then there is one that comes up in a Good Place episode, and I love that song <laughs> just because it is in, in the Good Place. Yeah. And so I don't. I feel like people have really strong feelings about Lord. Yeah. When it came on when I was around Sarah, and she's like, "I hate Lord. Lord's the worst." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I don't feel like I have super strong feelings either way. And at first, it kind of was like, "Hmm, Nat, I don't know that I follow." But after a month <laughs> of listening to, I'm like, "Oh, I actually do like this song a lot." And I kind of like the the repetitive build of it, um, where. She, like, says each line really slowly, and then they, like, get pro- progressively faster. And some of the lines she says, I'm like, ooh, that's a mood. Like, mm, that hits
1: too close to home. <laughs> so, I really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, in high school, I remember, like, wanting to be a Lord fan. Uh, yeah. And I bought a few of her songs. Like, Team, I think, was one that I really liked. And then it got really popular, and I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> eh. <Yeah. laughs> that was not cool anymore. Too mainstream. <laughs> but then I never really followed her after those two songs and then i kind of felt the same way the first time i was listening to it, i was like yeah yeah another lord song and not sure if i like it and thinking about it right now like when it goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's i could i could dance to that one for yeah. sure it's a good one. Um, and I did write all about getting old. <laughs> I feel like it talks about totally old people all the time. Or just, like,
0: I always kind of thought it was more this transition from, like, late teenage to young adult, from young adult to adulthood. Kind of just, like, how when you, like getting older and, like, things aren't quite the same and things get harder and it's not quite what you expected. And
1: Again, I didn't really listen to the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard... We're getting old. (laughs) I was like, yeah! So
0: afraid of getting old. Something like that. So good. Next is Never Let You Go by Jacaranda. (laughs) This is my pick for, um, oh, I messed it up. Rod Stewart was my initial, Uh, but it was, like, from my childhood, so that's why I got mixed up. The Young Turks is my initial pick. This is my childhood pick, (laughs) because I, this is from the Parent Trap CD. Oh, and, like, you can't find it anywhere. Like, I'm, I'm happy it was on YouTube because it's not on Spotify. It's not on, like, people will try and find it in my family. And I'm like, it's just on the CD. <laughs> um, like, I don't think you can buy it on iTunes. Like, it's oh, just wow. really hard to find. And I love it. It's, like, such a hype song. And I mentioned before the 3 CD, like, I would dance a lot with. Elizabeth and Catherine to different soundtracks and different things. And this is one that I specifically remember when everybody was at school and I was the only one home alone. I would just like go so hard to this whole playlist, this whole soundtrack. And this is like song number eight. And I remember I would bring out all my stuffed animals and I could pick one like it was the lucky one that got to dance with me and like do (laughs) the like partner dance and everybody else got to watch and they like all wanted to be there and be the one that got picked so I don't know if I did that a ton but I have very specific memories of at least doing
1: it twice and wow it is a very special song for me I love it (laughs) (laughs) I'd never heard it before and it is it's a good song it's good to dance to yeah like, the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it is a little bit repetitive. Oh, totally. <laughs> and I did get a little sick of it. but Never let you go. Yeah, I would dance to that for about one minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm never
0: gonna let you go. Oh, my gosh, no, it's so good.
1: <laughs> um,
0: next one is Prisoner by Barbara Streisand. And this was
1: Caleb's childhood pick. And it's funny because this was my childhood submission until I made that switch. And then I asked Caleb to submit his songs, and then he submitted this. Yes. I was like, oh, good. The Monson. We needed some Barbara Streisand. (laughs) Monson's listened to a lot of Barbara growing up, a lot of Babs. Yeah, Barbara and the
0: Carpenters. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. I feel like the first time I was like, oh, Barbara Streisand, oh boy. (laughs) But then, like, it's a jam, and. It's it's a fun one to listen to.
1: I'm not like a prisoner. Yeah, it is um a little bit slow, mm-hmm. but it's so good. Yeah, we have home videos. We have this infamous home video of Caleb <laughs> screwing up his face and just like punching like <laughs> he's dancing, but he's like dance fighting almost. And he's the star. Like it's only him because my parents were like, everyone get out. This is Caleb's. Like <gasps> oh to, my gosh, we have to film Caleb dancing this because he always always a dance like this it was just his favorite (laughs) and so i'm so glad he's the one who submitted it because it's like it's it's his song yes pretty much what an icon but yeah i i have memories of being in the bathtub and the song was playing in the front room probably keel was dancing to it in the front room and i was in the bathroom and i was just like standing up and like yeah like a prisoner (laughs) oh man so good we love barbara it's a jam
0: Next is The Downeaster Alexa by Billy Joel, another Billy representation here. This is Catherine's childhood, and this is, like, Catherine's song. If ever I hear this, I always think of Catherine. It is a really good song, and she lo- has always just loved it. Since it's Billy, I've listened to it a lot and I've always really enjoyed it, but I think listening to it this time around, I don't know, I it, like, meant more? It was just, like, deeper? Or, I don't know, like, some of the the pain and the desperation that you hear in Billy's story that he sings I was just like oh
1: yes Billy like go find the fish oh (laughs) (laughs) so good yeah I really did like this one I'm sure I've heard it before Mm -hmm. but I haven't heard it a lot and so I did enjoy listening to it um I think it really also displays Billy's talent like Mm -hmm. the high notes and stuff you're like wow this guy can sing so good not that we didn't already know that (laughs) very good song Next is the Japanese folk song, and I
0: won't butcher <laughs> the pronunciation, but uh, it looks like an English song it's called of the seashore. "Song of the Seashore," and this is one that I'm sure if you understand Japanese, uh, if this was George's pick for current song, is more meaningful, um, obviously, but it's it's really nice and like I feel like is a good background song, and it was enjoyable to listen to, and I really like world music. Anyway, like, I definitely went through a phase in high school where it was, like, what I
1: really sought out was, like, foreign language songs and stuff like that. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is a good one. I wrote, and my initial impression, interesting. <laughs> 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 it's just different, but it's nice. Yeah, good background song. Yeah. Next is Downtown Train by Rod Stewart. This is Becky's
0: initial Rebecca obviously going with the R so I was so happy because this is the other Rod Stewart song I was thinking about was Downtown Trade and so I'm glad that Becky put it in as her initial song as well (laughs) it's not quite as like high energy as Young Turks but it is like such a classic song and just when I see you tonight like oh man it's such a fun one to belt when you're when you're feeling the good vibes
1: love it yeah, I think I like Young Turks better, probably because it is more, it's got more of like the electric guitars and stuff mm-hmm. and the synthesizer. That's it. <laughs> that's why I loved it so much. I've
0: seen it and I was like, Lauren's going
1: to love the synth if I put Young Turks in. <laughs> yeah, it's the synthesizer. I have not listened to Rod. Like, that's one that you always talk about, but I but feel I like you don't really play, play it very yeah. much. You play Bill and Joel. So, yeah, this is a good one. Now I have another example of Oh my gosh. So please, Rod Rod Stewart.
0: Rod Stewart. I know. I always have to be like, which Rod is it? It's not Rod Taylor. It's not Rod Serling. (laughs) Rod Stewart. (laughs) Next is I'm Like a Bird by Nellie Furtado. I always want to say Fartado because that's what we said as as children. Wow, (laughs) so mature. We're really funny. But this is Natalie's initial. And well done, Natalie. Natalie Freeze. Nellie Furtado. Nellie was so popular in the early 2000s. So, like, I would hear a lot of her songs and this is one of them that is very familiar for me but listening to it I realized how I don't really know the lyrics besides the main chorus so it was fun to
1: give more of a intentional listen so I don't think I've ever listened to this yeah which surprised before. me when you told me that yeah I didn't I mean I'm the oldest so right I didn't listen to music until I was really in high school unless my parents were playing music yeah so the 2000s, a lot of those songs are lost. Yeah, <laughs> that I get to rediscover now. But, <laughs> but I did when it came on, I was like, whoa! Like transported into totally. The 2000s it's such it, a. It a has vibe. that like the weird bells dinging. Yes. She... <laughs> Very but, yeah. similar to Natasha. Yeah, <laughs> that's That's the only real artist I know from the 2000s. But I kept thinking in the in the chorus sh- that she was saying. I don't know where my phone is. (laughs) I was like, same. (laughs) That's what I'll say every time I lose my phone Next one is
0: Oblivion by Labyrinth featuring Sia. This is Emma's current pick. This is one that, like, I liked the first time and then I love it now. Like, it's so... Whenever it comes on, I'm always just like, yes! Like, the lyrics are kind of dark, (laughs) or, like, just a little bit more on the melancholy side, and sometimes you gotta feel those vibes, right? But I feel like the music is really impressive, and the Labyrinth's voice is so low, and Sia also has, like, a very distinct, fun
1: voice, so it was just, I really, everything about this song is delicious to my ears. I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but when Emma submitted this, she told me, listen to it with headphones on. Specifically, she wanted me to do noise-canceling headphones. I don't have those. Right. But I did listen to it with my headphones in, and wow. It's just like, it blows you away. I love stringed instruments in pop music. That's Mm -hmm. what I also found out in a lot of our songs. There were some stringed instruments, and those always stick out to me a lot. And so there's like violin entry, and oh, oh wow, it's just amazing. Yeah, would (laughs) recommend.
0: Next is American Baby by Dave Matthews Band, and this is Deb's submission for Initial. And, again, another classic artist in the Felt household is Dave Matthews Band, and I really like him, and he has a lot of really good albums and really good songs. American Baby is one that, like, I remember when this album came out, and we, like, were obsessed with it, so it is a very specific (laughs) time in my life when it came out, and it's a fun one. It's definitely not my favorite Dave Matthews one, but it's one that's enjoyable for sure.
1: I don't really know Dave Matthews Band very well, and... I've never heard this song before. I wrote in my notes, "cool random saxophone at the end." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the random minute of yeah. <laughs> instrumental music. That's so classic. <laughs> but yeah, this one was pretty rocking. Yeah, kind of different than everything else in our playlist. Yeah, so it was a fun addition.
0: And it it's like a very distinct Dave Matthews too. Like I feel like it's pretty. It's a departure from his typical. Like, mm-hmm. the the lightness of it, especially. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good one. I don't mean to be knocking it. It's a fun one to listen to. Next is Love You So Bad by Ezra Furman? Furman? Sure. This is Emma's initial. I don't like this one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think mean, this may be my least favorite besides the Taylor Swift's. I, I just couldn't ever really get into it. Like, I, I didn't love his voice and, like the lyrics didn't really mean that much to me. And it's fine. It's not one that I'm like, bought drugs
1: from a parking attendant. (laughs) What do you mean that didn't speak to you? All the other lyrics. That was the only one that
0: it just... I don't even know that that was like lyrics. See, and now it's a reversal. You know lyrics more than I do. (laughs) Hey, if
1: it's about drugs, I'll (laughs) do it.
0: But yeah, it's just... I think it's one that I like wanted to really
1: like and I just could never really get into it, so... I did like this one. It was a little... Like when it came on, I was like, "Wow, this is different." Like he's, it seems more, almost like screamy. I don't know. I the, it's so Bad, so bad. <laughs> it grew on me for sure, and I did like. Like I would never skip this one. I would skip really? the other ones, but That's I would so listen, listen to this one all the way through. And so I did like it. Oh, I. So when I listened to it, I. I originally thought that this was the one Megan had submitted because I didn't know oh, yeah. any of the ones that Megan's had submitted and I didn't know Emma's either and so I mixed that up and I was like, This is not what I would have expected <laughs> Megan to send in. Like I don't I guess I don't know who she is. Like but then I realized Emma's in it and I was like, Oh that fits well. Yeah, bit it better. does feel that like seems an Emma more song. like it, Emma. Next is Tonight Tonight by Hot
0: Shell Ray. Hot Shell Ray. There you go. I, I don't know the artist at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is always on the radio. But I know this song. This is Natalie's pick for childhood. And she said more like, or like, girls camp. Because I was like, this definitely came out when I was in junior high. Like, that is not your childhood, that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though she's like, I was two years younger. This is a song I really hated. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I am just, I'm funny and I, I recognize my own flaws, I guess this is, like, the song that would be played at every, like, stake dance, every board dance, every school dance, like, this was always played, and if I didn't like the song, I wouldn't dance, so (laughs) I was often just standing, and now I've, you know, seen the light, and I'll, I just dance to whatever songs come on, because that's a vibe, but this is one that, when it came, I was like, oh, I know this, and, like, it's okay, but I'll give it a chance and I think it was like halfway
1: through he's like yeah it's a good song and now I'm like I hate it again (laughs) 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 so when this came out I guess it came out before I was like because I've said that I don't think like things that were overplayed yeah but this came out before I was at that point okay and I love the things that were overplayed yeah and so and I hadn't listened to it for like 10 years and so I listened to it for the first time and I like busted out all the lyrics. I was like, Whoa. Oh my gosh. That was the other thing I was like, I only knew the chorus. I didn't know any of these lyrics. Oh my before. gosh. I was singing all about Zach Galafernackis yeah, like, and the, the California dime. Oh my. oh my gosh. I was like, I shook myself. I'm oh like, my gosh. How do I know all these words still? It's been ten years. They've been living rent free. Yes, they never left. Oh but yeah, gosh. I loved the song and I will I'll still listen to it. It is a little bit annoying and <laughs> it was overplayed, but yeah it's just that part of my childhood or mid teen yeah. childhood between teenage like and t- years childhood. Yeah. yeah that it's got the nostalgia and since i know every word i've got to listen to it all totally <laughs> and like it is like a a song i just ugh. just don't stop just keep the beat bump and keep the so beat pop drop the, beep down. <laughs> the worst
0: <laughs> okay next is meet me in the woods by lord huron This is your pick for initial, and is from my favorite Lord Huron album, which is Strange Trails, and is probably my favorite song from that album. I do have to give a warning for those who will innocently, who haven't heard it before, go listen to it. This is the only song on our playlist that is explicit. (laughs) but it, it says the F word in the, the beginning of the third line. So I highly recommend this song. It is seriously one of my favorite songs of my life.
1: And just mute that third line. Yeah, I love this song. This is probably my favorite song on our playlist. Love, Lord Huron. I think I also introduced you to Lord Huron. You did, yeah. yeah. Another one that you thought was too emo, and mm-hmm. now you've done yes, the dark side. I, I've turned. I've seen the light. <laughs> this is just so good. And I remember finding it on YouTube and just listening to it over and over again and then being like, I think that was an F word. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't really hear it very well. And so I left it for a while because I was like, okay, there's an F word, like, I shouldn't listen to it. But... No, it really is like,
0: and then Lauren came up with this great thing of if you sing fought, then it's like, you don't even hear the F word and it, like, makes sense in the context of the lyrics. And so, yeah, now I listen to it (laughs) guilt-free. It's really good. Lord so Huron good. is
1: such a good another one of my most favorite um artists. Yes.
0: Next is Bell Bottoms by the John Spencer Blues Explosion. This is a Ryan Hatch submission for current song. And I really like it. When I first heard it, I was like, This isn't a film. This is somehow I don't know what it is and then like two weeks later, all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's Baby Driver. It's Let's played at the beginning of Baby Driver. And I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> it's Well, I think I've gone back and watched that opening scene because oh, it's okay. so good. Just like everything one about shot. that. Yes. So, and I really like it. Uh, the instruments are so fun and like, it's got such a good rhythm going. And I actually like love the screams. I love like screaming along with them. And it was the, the part when he's like, Ladies and gentlemen, and like it kind of sounds like an Elvis impression, yeah. and that's where I was like, ah, oh, that's how I figured out, like, oh, it's Baby Driver because he like pauses and sings oh, it at the, that part, and I think at the ah, oh, he like starts the windshield wipers, like I don't know. So I I felt oh, like okay. it's fun because Ryan Hatch loves films, and it's fun that it's like a film song, but then I also genuinely liked the song.
1: I'll have to rewatch the the scene. Um, I love the intro and the instruments. Love the stringed instruments again. (laughs) But once they open their mouths, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. (laughs) Like, too, too rough for me. I don't know. And I wish there was a version that didn't add the lyrics. And I don't know, it's just, like, kind of chaotic the way they're all talking at the same time, and some people are screaming, and uh, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the point.
0: Like, I feel like that's part of the attraction of the song for me in some ways it's just like feels like a very specific point in time and a very specific kind of music that is being made in like the process of making music i don't know i just i love the like bell bottoms (laughs) like it it just it feels very like developing sort of rock or style of music like a part of that transition so
1: i really enjoyed it i didn't i skipped it (laughs) after the the intro i would skip sorry our last song is I've Got a Thing About You, Baby
0: by Elvis Presley. And this version is with the Royal Philharmonic. Um, This is obviously Elizabeth's pick for initial Elizabeth Elvis. Wow. So lucky. And I'd heard I've Got a Thing About You, Baby, like the normal version a lot because Elizabeth really likes it. But I love... And that, it's a good song. But I love this Philharmonic version. It's so fun with the horns and the strings and everything that comes together with it. It's just... It's a big big celebration.
1: Yeah, this one is fun. I'm not, I like, I didn't know the original Elvis song. I don't know a lot of Elvis Mm -hmm. and I'm not super big Elvis fan, but yeah, it's fun to have the orchestra with it. Yeah. It feels beautiful.
0: So we're going to do a top five of the songs we hadn't heard before and then a top five overall. Um, okay. I'm going to last minute switch. I'm going to put the graveyard near the house at number five. Uh,
1: number five, I have Celeste. Mm. Number four is All My Favorite Songs. Number four, I have Lover. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's literally last on my list. Oh my uh, number three is Sunday Best. Three, I put Oblivion.
1: Mm. Number two is Celeste. Two, I put Young Turks. Oh, and number one is Missing Peace. Number one, I put Graveyard.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, you really loved it. I, I feel like we never talked so about it, so it's mm-hmm. very surprising. Okay, overall, oh my gosh, this one was so hard for me. I was, like, stressing about it <laughs> last night at dinner, and I was like, are you okay? Can I help you? And I'm like, oh, mom, it's really low stakes. <laughs> it's just for the podcast, but I am stressing. And even now, I think I'm going to make a switch. So these are our top overall, in no specific order. So I had English Patient in there.
1: I have Missing Peace. Young Turks. Meet Me in the Woods. Um, I do have Meet Me in the Woods as well. Oh, I'm going to say the graveyard one. Dirty Paws. I'll mm-hmm. say Young Turks too. <laughs> <laughs> and then last one is Under Pressure. I'll say Prisoner. Okay.
0: I I was surprised in my top overall picks that no new songs were there. <laughs> they were only songs that I'd heard before. But I also didn't pick any of the Billy Joel songs, which was <gasps> such a betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love both of those songs, but they're not my favorite Billy Joel okay, songs. Okay, yeah. So. That
1: makes sense.
0: But again, thank you so much for submitting your songs. We'll probably do this type of episode again with different prompts not anytime Mm -hmm. soon but in the future hopefully you've enjoyed it we really have i've really enjoyed listening to an eclectic array of songs that i wouldn't necessarily listen Mm -hmm. to otherwise so i'm always trying to expand my listening um capabilities so thank you so much hopefully we haven't offended you
1: deeply (laughs) yeah it was really fun to listen to new music yeah because i feel like i don't do that very often yeah i just stick to the favorites so it's nice to have something else that you can think about and branch out add to your life we've added pieces of you to our lives
0: oh dear
1: stay tuned for our next episode
0: which is another dynamic duo it was a very entertaining one it's a little bit chaotic but (laughs) it's it's a great one it's one i'm excited for so get excited and hyped
1: you took the words right out of my mouth (laughs) PJ's. national parks are out nice <laughs> <laughs> english
0: patient i haven't read
1: anything before. how dare you <laughs> ducktales dirty paws Ducktails are out that guitar solo though oh my gosh question mark question mark Question mark. because <laughs> i never knew because it's not in the yeah it's not in the tv show version. right um i think ever since the god ever ever whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: I might take this out, but last night I was telling him, like, Lauren hates all of your songs, Uh, and he just goes, yes. yes. (laughs) 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 At the very end, it's, like, talking about how he has a son, and now Winnie the Pooh's in that room. And he's like, I swear that old bear whispered boy, welcome home. And it, like, kind of spooked me a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What the? (laughs) Where did this come from? (laughs) A zipper? I'm so concerned <laughs> There's a ghost
0: I know this fell There's off my, <laughs> my
1: suitcase But
0: where, where did it come from? I don't know why I put it somewhere at the airport Where did you
1: just find it? It just fell right here
0: <laughs> I'm so concerned I'm like, could it have been in my hair? But I've showered since Portland <laughs> What the criminy? That's so spooky Yikes um, <laughs> I don't know
1: You took the words out of (laughs) my (laughs) mouth. What's happening to us? (laughs)